Okay, Google. Volume 100%. This is what kids do to you. Up in here. I've lost my mind. And I'm pretty sure the kids took it. Because DMX try to get unfamily related. <laughs> and I got to cut him off. But no, the song says, y'all going to make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all going to make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. And that's like every day for a parent. Like, as a parent, the kids make you lose your mind. So shout out to my shirt today. It says, I've mm. lost my mind. And I'm pretty sure the kids took it. My kids have taken my mind and, and they've, they're holding it hostage because I don't have my mind anymore. I feel like a whole new person every single day. I'm like calm one minute and then I'm crazy another and I'm yelling another and I'm like having a whole panic attack in one second. I'm drinking wine because all moms need wine, right? Okay? Because I'm telling you. So I thought this shirt was like befitting for the episode today because we're talking to two couples today one is um reaching their one year anniversary in marriage and the other is about to walk down the aisle let's read into existence y'all let's let's hashtag sarettes okay hashtag sarettes they gonna have a they gonna have a real catchy hashtag because both of them are like crazy creative so i think it's gonna be amazing it's not gonna be hashtag sarats 2019 or nothing like that it's gonna be something crazy and, and i'm gonna be here for it you know what i'm saying i'm gonna be real extra with them because i'm excited but they're they're taking their journey into marriage and one is going into their first year of marriage and i i thought it was awesome that i got both of these couples because both of them are part of my support system they're part of my village um Curtis and Monica are Jackson's godparents, and Rel and Vicky are a set of Hunter's godparents. Um, and so they're a part of our village. So I think in today's generation, the, the um, I guess the plus side to it all is that we all know somebody with kids. Like all of our, maybe one of your friends have kids, or your sister, or your or your brother have kids. You're like involved in kids in somebody lives that have kids so you get that experience you might not be the parent or the godparent or the uncle or the aunt but you're like i may stop at my boy's house and he got kids so i see how he interact with his kids or oh my girlfriend she has kids and i see how she does with her kids so we all get that interaction with kids and and it's a difference when you have the interaction with kids and becoming a parent because when you become a parent you can't give them back you can't watch them do whatever they want to do and say, oh, somebody get them. It's your responsibility to get them. So today, we're going to talk to those couples who think they want to have kids. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, that's the name of this episode. Are you sure? Like, you sure you want to have kids? And it's not to, like, um, down-talk parenting. Because parenting is a blessing. It really is. It's, it's, a, um, it's a blessing in disguise. <laughs> okay? So it's not like... Oh my gosh, I had a child and this is the most amazing thing. It is the most amazing thing. So when you first had that child, you look at that child and, and I cried. I cried with, I don't remember crying with Jackson. That's the second child syndrome. But I cried with Hunter and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a mom, I'm a mom. Like it's so exciting. And, but you go through all of these different emotions. It's not just one emotion. You'll go through 
happy tears and then you'll go through sad tears and you'll go through angry tears and you'll go through all different types of emotions so being a parent is more like an adventure it's a journey um as your child grows you'll see yourself grow because you're learning day by day um i had someone tell me um they didn't feel like you know they were um meeting the requirements or and a lot of times we get sucked into that we may feel like i've been there before where i feel like babe i think i i, I feel like um I'm being a bad mom. Am I, am I a bad mom or what can I do? Like, why isn't he doing the stuff that he needs to be doing? Like, and you may have, um, I know Tanil was on here, our guest for the blended family. She was saying how her son is, is struggling in certain areas. And so she may have felt like sometimes as parents, we feel like, have we failed them? What did we do wrong that we could have did right? It's a lot on being a parent. And so, I do want to encourage those who may have those thoughts like you're a bomb parent. Shout out to bomb parents because if you're parenting, you're a bomb parent. And we're all learning day by day. We're never going to be perfect. We don't got this mom, dad thing down to a T. We're learning as they grow because when Hunter was six months compared to Hunter now, like I feel like I've grown. I feel like my patience has, has grown. I feel like my knowledge has grown. And then we have to like incorporate our village. So when I first became a parent, of course, I was never a mom before, so I, I don't know everything. So I went to my mom and I went to my sister and I went to my grandmother and my, my in-law, my in-laws. Um, and, I, and I just listened. Like, it doesn't hurt to listen because people who were parents before you know what it is to be a parent. So they may not have all the answers or they may not have the advice that you think they, that you want but just listen because they may have key things because i was running to the emergency room for every single thing and my sister was like that child is okay do not your insurance bill is going to be crazy and so that's real um jarell is walking in our backyard with the with the crutch y'all hunter started he's he's one-legged right now my mom is like wait a minute who's walking in our yard but so i just say that to say like this is not an episode where I'm going to be like, don't, don't have kids, y'all. Like, y'all don't want to have kids. Like, no. It's, it's an episode where I'm saying, like, the stuff that you don't think about when you want a child. I want you to, like, I want to get them in the midst of, of thinking about it. Because I'm ready for both of them to have kids, honestly. Like, I'm claiming it, okay? We're going to claim that thing, okay? Hashtag Adam's baby 2019. <laughs> And really and the and the Surrettes, listen, we we gonna walk them down the aisle and then we gonna get a baby out of them, okay? All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Hey, everybody that just joined, thank you for joining. Social media, okay? So guys, it's um, it's like so. I'm so appreciative for everybody that that views uh, momish. You guys are the best, best audience ever. Like, we have so much fun together. I feel like I just talk to y'all like I'm talking in my kitchen, which I am. It's my mom's kitchen, though. But I, I, like, really appreciate you guys. But I want you guys to share, share, share. I want you to make sure that your friends and family are following every uh, social media that we have. So, on Facebook, y'all know I have my Momish Podcast page. So, if you're following my regular page, a lot of you are following my Momish Podcast page. 
And I need to stop going live on Instagram and giving Instagram some, some love. Because y'all show me so much love. I always show y'all. Y'all like my favorite child. Favoritism. <laughs> um, on Instagram, I want you guys to follow me at Momish Podcast. The same thing. Um, I'm making sure that I get the name right for y'all. Yes. Momish Podcast. M-O-M-I-S-H Podcast. It's all together. Follow that on Instagram. And on Twitter, it is Momish Podcast. So please. And iTunes. Oh my gosh, y'all. We are on iTunes. Follow Momish Podcast. So you're going to see a Momish radio pop up. Don't follow them. Follow Momish. It's mom that hyphen ish podcast on iTunes. Follow us and give us reviews. We need five star reviews because y'all love us, right? Because I love y'all and y'all love me. Okay. Comments, whatever. Like, give us comments. Let us know like what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see in the future. We're open to all of that because like we talk on a daily basis. So we're trying to get the audience incorporated and we want to we want to get everything that y'all want out there a lot of people been hitting me up about um apparel and shirts and hats etc we finally have a logo and we haven't released the logo yet but we have a momish logo that we got created um by a college student he's amazing he's a graphic designer he is tenille's son who was here for the blended families um he did an amazing job so um when the when i'm ready to release the logo i will release the logo and um we're gonna get we're gonna get a lot of things popping y'all by 2019 i'm telling y'all it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be crazy hey hey um one of my old co-workers is on here she was a teacher miss katabi she's watching from florida thank you yes make it international y'all all right hey troy thank you for uh representing for the dads out here good to have you again Yes, yes, bro. We got a logo. I'm so excited. Like when I release it, it's gonna be so. I'm so. I'm so excited, y'all. Like I'm so excited. I'm. I'm trying to go up to. Uh, Rail, your mother-in-law is on here. She's excited that y'all gonna be on the show. <laughs> Why can't I go up, babe? On this. Okay. All right. Um. So. Um, Monica's here right now, so I'm gonna bring her on, and we're gonna wait for uh, we're gonna wait for Vicky to uh, come. She's running a little behind because she's at work. You can sit right here next to me. She's like, "What chair am I sitting in?" She can sit right here next to me. So this is um. Don't mind my outfit. This is Jackson's godmother, y'all. We're gonna get that glare out her face. Um. But um, so she is a part of my village. She's she's auntie to to Hunter, godmom to Jackson. Um, so her and Curtis have been together for a while, and they are like, I told y'all today, the two couples that I have on here are the most hilarious couples I've ever met in my life. Like when I'm around both of these couples, like I laugh like nonstop. Like they're so funny, but they're so genuine with each other. So I respect them even more because there's no like you can't see any anything hidden. Like they're themselves around each other like all the time and I love that. But um so Monica's here and they are gonna be getting married soon. Everybody hashtag Sarats. Hashtag Sarats. Hashtag Sarats twenty twenty. Cause we need time to plan the wedding at least. Hashtag Surrettes 2020. 
Okay? Um, but um Monica loves kids, okay? Like <laughs> loves them. All right. She has two god kids. And she anything baby. She spoils her niece to death. So she has like that experience on hand. But I want to ask both of them. Y'all going to hear Curtis in the background because he's uh, he's doing his thing. He's doing his producer thing. But I want to ask both of you, on the count of three, just shout out a number. How many kids do you want? Two. Okay. So, they just proved my point. So, when um, the, the whole point is, when you're in a relationship with somebody... You want to make sure that you have that conversation of how many kids does the other one want. When I first came into a relationship, my mom would tell you, zero. I don't want no kids. I'm not having no kids. I'm good. Like, I'm going to live life. Then, when I got into a relationship, um, it didn't really change. But then, I was like, okay, I'll give you one. Like, one was my deal. But then, John was like, he wanted three. And I was like, oh, no. He was like, well, why not? Listen. The Lord knows what I can handle. He would never put more on me than I can bear. And I can't bear three kids, okay? Because I just can't. So we have two, which was a compromise for me. I would have been good with one, but I love Jackson, you know what I'm saying? Um, but they just shouted out two different numbers. Monica said two. Curtis said three. Why do the men always want more kids than the women? They don't got to carry. And they don't got to do the labor pains, okay? Absolutely not. But, um... So, they'll, you know, they'll probably come to a compromise like the Carters did. Or, Monica will probably give in and get, have three kids. I'm sure she'll have three kids. Because she's always pressing me to have a third one. And I'm like, no, girl. It's not <laughs> happening. It ain't happening, okay? Um, but, um, so, that's the, that's the biggest thing. So, if you're a couple that don't have kids and you're thinking about having kids, I think you should... Go ahead and jump into that conversation and say, well, how many kids do you want and how many kids do you want? Because that's an important conversation because um, not with these two couples, but a lot of people in the world with their relationships, sometimes relationships fail because y'all seen Why Did I Get Married? I know y'all seen that movie, the Tyler Perry movie, where the wife necessarily didn't want kids, but Tyler Perry playing that husband wanted kids and she was withholding him of having kids and at that at that point he felt like it was a disloyalty to the marriage because she was withholding him she was withholding a child from him and that's a big thing because that's a big aspect of marriage you have to come to a point where you're going to compromise or you can um talk about it and like make decisions together but you can't necessarily say well he want kids but i don't want kids and we just not gonna have kids because that's not fair like y'all y'all team now um, somebody say a girl for your third. No, there will not be a third. Multiply, be fruitful. I am not fruitful. I am the forbidden apple, I guess. I don't know. Um, yes, a third. No, I can't do it. I just can't. But anyway, we're going to get into these questions. Um, since Vicky isn't here yet, I'm going to ask the questions to Monica and then I'm going to ask Vicky when she gets here. So these are questions that I feel like are important before you have the children like how do you feel about discipline and like what method do you prefer because when we first had hunter i told you guys in the first episode how i was like i'm not disciplining my child but john is more of a disciplinarian and it's like 
he'll discipline the child. And you have to talk about that method because do you want to do timeout? Or are they going to get toe up? Okay? We have the hashtag toe up. Like, some people don't believe in spanking. Some people uh, are like, I will let my kids embrace themselves. Let them make their own decisions and be artistic. And they can do whatever they want. You know, so you have to talk about that because we're all raised differently. Like, where I was raised in the household where I got toe up. My husband may have been raised where he was raised in a household where he got toe up too, from what I hear. But what if he wasn't? What if he was raised into um, one of those uh, atmospheres where oh they encourage right? They encourage oh oh he's just he's just expressing himself and and let's talk about it. We'll have a discussion about it. Then we would have had a discussion about it and it would have been a problem. And then maybe my husband would have got toe up. Cause listen, no, you're not about to tell me nothing, okay? But see. That's what I'm talking about. You got these conversations early, y'all. Y'all gotta, you gotta get them, gotta get them done. So Monica and y'all can hear Curtis in the background, but he's here. How do you feel about discipline and like what? What is your preferred method of discipline? Look at Vicky. There she is. <laughs> um, we already talked about this. We believe in tearing that ass up. Toe up. They gonna toe up. But I do, do want to give them. Yeah, we also we have a balance where we're gonna talk to them first. But mm-hmm. if it's severely bad, they can. Mm-hmm. We believe in whoopings. Okay. Mm-hmm. We believe. We practice in the car. We have okay, like this so, thing. We practice in the car. This is the funniest story. No, this is the funniest story. They told me this, and I was like, these two are hilarious. So, so she's gonna tell y'all the story because it really is funny. No, we did this yesterday. <laughs> Or whatever day, um, like we imagine that we have kids in the back, and like if he does something, I'd be like, "What you say? Like, how was that book? Did I do it? Did it sound convincing? Like, is it is it good? Did, Listen, did you believe it? <laughs> Monica is a theater major, y'all, and they are so funny. But they told me this at one of our friends' baby showers. They said that they pretend to have kids sometimes, and they'll talk like like she just said, and Curtis will try to be like. He's the authority figure, yeah. and Monica be like, "No, you gotta be tougher than yeah. that." So they're, I, I love that because they're coaching each other on how to be parents. So when they become parents, they'll be like, "Okay, but, but here's the thing, um, it's probably not gonna work when they have their actual kids, because Curtis is gonna be like, "Oh no, 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 I'm, I'm just gonna talk this out." But listen, I said that, and Hunter gets toe up now, <laughs> like toe up. All right, because listen. Well, let me ask you this: In the beginning, were you more willing to talk, and then after you like, I told you this yes. was wrong, you still did it. Now we ain't talking no more. Yeah. It was so, more like that. so I was more of the let's talk about it and and what happened, you know. And I will always the the thing the thing that I made the mistake of was not trusting my husband to be who I thought he was. Like, if you marry somebody, you already know the type of person they are. You know they're not going to abuse your child or discipline your child for no reason. And my mistake was, whenever John disciplined Hunter, I would be like, well, well what you spanking for? Well, what do you do? I mean, did you really have to spank him? And that, that to me, because then that causes a whole other issue in your marriage because you're questioning the other person in the, in, the, in the relationship. Like, if you trust this person and you know they're not going to abuse your child, there's no reason for me to say, well, what you spank him for? And what did he do? Because then John's like, I know what he did. And, and I spanked him because I know what he did. And and yeah. but it's not. And I don't even think it was that for me. I'm not questioning like why he spanked him. I'm just nosy. Like, what do you do? I need to know everything in the house. Like, what's going on? Yeah. And and then maybe I want to get into spanking. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You don't know if I'm, I might want to get into that spanking. Listen, we be calling the dibs on spankings now. Like, who? I got I got him. I got him this time. 
See now, if we had girls though, I would probably be yeah. nervous. If we, we had, had that conversation too. Nervous him, with the. I don't want him. So here we go. Yeah. Here we go. With the, here we go with the gender thing. Girl, probably right? get away with anything. Like only because I grew up in a house with all girls, and when my father would beat my oldest, he never touched me. But when he would beat my older sister, it kind of affected me. Like just to see a man hitting a girl, I just, I, I just went. Was it with a belt? It was with belts, hands, hands. But I would want you to go. <laughs> Daughter to mother, I would. Oh yeah, I would my mom probably... came to us. She stepped to us, like. So Monica saying, like, well, they're both saying, like, if it was a girl, you would probably have majority of the whooping duties. Yeah, she would I have majority of the of the discipline duties, and we're gonna talk about that later in the show because I do want to talk about roles and genders and all of that. Um, Vicky is here. Vicky's mom Ooh. is popping it. Vicky, your mom is popping in the comments, she okay? Is. She's excited for you to be on the show today. She said, What if children aren't acting out? What if they're the total opposite of what you expect? What then? If they're just good? So you um you talking about like they aren't acting they're they aren't acting out and That's when you just whooping this because this you too mm-hmm. good right now. <laughs> 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 Let me give you one this because <laughs> my sister my sister said while we wait for uh Mama Wanna Boogie to comment, my sister said girls get toe up too. I don't discriminate, okay? I personally do think that um my husband will be softer if we had a girl. And that's why we don't need a girl. Um because my, my husband, he is like he will, he he was softer in the beginning, not softer, but he was more lenient with Hunter in the beginning because Hunter was our first child and and he was still learning. But now he like no, I'm not having it. But like I said, he's still the favorite parent. But if we had a girl, Hunt, I mean John would be very like nonchalant, and I would be like, listen, yeah, I would get mad. This is little girl gotta go because I'm, I'm not having it. Curtis <laughs> right. would be the no. same way. Yeah, something about black. But that's the thing. That's the life. that's the bad thing. Um, if if there's any dads in the comments, Troy, I know you have boys, but if you had girls, would it be different on how you discipline them? I just want to know a dad's point of view because I didn't I didn't really know that was like a factor, and I don't know because my granddad tore up. My granddad tore all of us up. He did not discriminate. That belt and that butt, your butt don't have a gender and this belt don't have a gender. So the belt meets the butt and you get toe up. Yeah, and my father would discipline my sisters only like when I guess my mom got fed up. Where she was just like, all right, you not, my hips obviously not right. hurt you, so let me get your father. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like it would be the same thing once Hunter and Jackson get older. It's going to get to a point where your hips ain't really doing too much. Listen, my hips don't hurt now because I hurt my hand more than I hurt him. I'd be like, my hand is burning. And he's looking at me like I'm crazy. Cry because my hand is burning. I need you to cry and make, sure, make it seem like I did something. Yeah, that paddle. I understand. Okay, so uh, she said, I understand they're preparing for situations to apply their appropriate response, but what if it's different? So basically what I said, like, you're saying um, this is how you would do it, but when the the situation comes about, it may change. So would your response change, or would you guys be like, well, babe, we said that we would do this before we had kids, or is it just like, look, Things changed, and we gonna get down to the nitty gritty. Yeah, it's like the second one. Like, yeah, you gotta adapt. Yeah. Right, you, gotta you adapt just gotta. And, and parenthood is all about adapting. I think. Um, 
We're gonna have Vicky come on over here and we got a chair for you, girl. Let me grab my one. And Rail. Uh, I'm gonna bring Rail. Look, look, my mama kitchen is getting crowded, y'all. <laughs> we need a bigger screen. You got Troy responding and Donisha. Um, Donisha said, My husband get on his girls when they're really out of line. Yeah, Torian don't play. Torian, Torian said, um, Torian made a comment because we was at their house last week and Torian was like, Yeah, uh, Hunter acting like he was raised in Fallsville. I said, no, he not. He said, no, nah, no, nah, he not, because he not scared of y'all enough, so he got one he raised in Wardog. <laughs> but I don't think that's true. I think Hunter is just Hunter, and, and he gets he gets toe up, okay? Um, Troy said, yes, if I had girls, it would be different. I wouldn't pop her with my dominant hand. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean, Troy? <laughs> what does that mean? This is because I would say, boy or girl, I know you are good with discipline, yes. Um... Vicky's mom said discipline isn't always spanking. There are other creative ways to discipline. Yes, and I and I do I do agree with that. Um I do agree that you can talk things out, um, you can discuss things, you can do time out, you can take things away. Hunter got his toys taken away, y'all. Um he did something and and my husband went my husband said, You you mind if we stop at Lowe's? And I'm like, Okay, he always wants to stop at Lowe's. It must be a household thing. Listen. I didn't even pay attention to what he put in the car. But when we got in that house, bro went upstairs with two big containers and was dumping toys in the containers. And the contain the containers are in his man cave on top of the, like this little wall thing. It's like a roof thing. Hunter cannot reach it. And I'm like, dang, he took all of his toys, like every single last toy. Like, and Hunter has this blue elephant from his godparents when he was born. So I sent I sent them a picture because Hunter would sleep with it, and I was like, Hunter. Give me that elephant. He said, Mommy, no, this is nothing but an elephant. It's not a, it is not a toy. <laughs> it is a toy. <laughs> okay, this boy does not play. He's very smart and intelligent, and I just don't even understand. So, um, Steve said, Pour rice on the floor, make them kneel on it, and, and that hate it. No, that's abuse. Steve, are you? Um, <laughs> listen, my mom said that's abuse. Okay? <laughs> I think Steve. I think Steve might have went to the military. Did he go to the military? Steve might have went to the. I think he went to the military. And um, Steve, is that like cultural? Um, cause Steve, Steve went to high school with us. He he said pour rice on the floor, and make him kneel on it. I saw that on uh Secret Lives of Bees. Secret Bees alive. Secret Lives of Bees. Yeah, that movie. Yeah. But Vicky, um, with uh, with you and Rail, like, how do you guys how do you guys feel about discipline? Like, what's your preferred method of discipline? Gotta have it when necessary, especially early. Okay. Um, be stern about it. You know, I I agree with you know everything is not always about being disciplining kids physically, but. Mm-hmm. You know, you still gotta, you gotta instill something because that's what builds character, I believe. So, do you, would you, uh, like, d- differentiate the discipline based on gender? More than likely, yes. A lot of men are saying that. This is crazy. <laughs> wow. I feel like, no, that wasn't me back in the day. When I was disciplined, me and my cousins got in trouble. We all lined up from the oldest to the youngest. Amen. If you was a girl boy. Right. Yeah, Your mom said, hey, Victoria. <laughs> Listen. That's a question, too. The dads that are more lenient on the kids, if you have a boy and a girl, yeah. that puts mm-hmm. the mom 
in a tighter spot because mm-hmm. then you like good cop bad cop kind of mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so so what the what what nah. the comment was made was um it puts it may put the other person in the relationship in a bad spot because then you're playing good cop bad cop because if you have a boy and a girl then they say well dad always been hard on me and he always hit me and 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 they might say he abusing me but she did the same thing i did and she got talked to so so that may cause an issue and it may cause um like resentment between siblings Mm. Between between the child and the parent, because then the 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 boy might be like showing favoritism because to the mom because she's the softer one, she's not hitting them. But then it may cause resentment because they're like, oh, get on, like, listen, they listen. We always say my younger sister is the favorite with my mom. Jada is the favorite, okay? And she can deny it all she wants. She can deny, deny, deny. But Jada, Jada is like. I don't know what it is. She's just a favorite. But no, um, it doesn't cause resentment between us. But like, it'll come up where they all say like, "Oh, this person, this you're the favorite." Like, and you don't want you don't want resentment between your kids. That's the only thing. I feel like it just happens. I like, I like that. Yeah, I feel like my mom says she's not the favorite. You got to deal with each one different. That's what my mom says too, though. But growing up, they used to say I was the favorite. Yeah. You have to deal with them accordingly. I wanted to ask a question too, as far as um, when it comes to patience uh-huh. with, with the kids, as far as when you feel like it's time to step in and discipline. What's what's it been like with you all's experience? With maybe who's the more patient one and who blows up faster? Oh, John's definitely the, the more. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my mom answered the question before I could answer. So, so uh, Rel said, um, in our relationship, when it comes to disciplining the kids and coming to patience, um, who has the more patience? And my mom was like, John has the more patience. Okay, first of all, yes, that's true. John has more patience than I do because, listen, I told y'all, all moms need wine, right? And I drink a lot of wine, okay? I drink a lot of wine, but I do a lot of praying. I got a war room on the side of my bed. Y'all seen that, room, that movie War Room? And I just be like, I don't understand. But today we both was like, what do we do with Hunter? Like, we just don't know. And and that's why I encourage parents that feel like, oh, I'm a bad parent and I don't feel like I'm doing it right. No, we all are learning day by day. And as Hunter grows into his more stubborn ways, we both are like, well, what's going on? Like, what are we doing wrong? What can we step back and say, let's do this over? Or what can we do going forward to have him act the way we want to act? Like, I wish you could make, you know, build a bear. I wish we could build a kid. And just installing them every instilling them everything that we want them to be. So Hunter's a great kid. He really is, y'all. But he has his own personality and he just um he's a hunter. And so um when it comes to patience, John has way more patience than I do because I'll be like, sit down. Didn't I tell you to sit down? Like, oh that's me. And John is like, Hunter. I, I just, you know what? <laughs> and I'm like, listen, how are you so calm right now? Because I'm like turning red. I'm just like, I feel like I'm probably about to have a heart attack. Like, listen, but I don't know. It really does come with patience is really is a virtue because I don't have it at all. Even when it comes to work, if it comes to food, John hates it. I don't have patience with food because if I get hungry, everybody is getting toe up. 
Husband do, included. Do you think that's going to cause you to be lighter on Jackson when he gets to of age to be like disciplined? No. So here's the thing. Rougher. We're trying to realize what we did wrong with Hunter and do it right with Jackson. However, we, we can't really pinpoint those things because it's not that Hunter is like a terror. I don't want I don't ever want to put out that that um, idea that Hunter's a terror because he's not a terror. He's just a kid that is just like in his own. Um, my mother-in-law says Hunter knows his rights and he's known his rights since he was a baby. That's how she puts it. But in our household, we like Hunter don't have no rights. You don't got no rights. <laughs> okay, you don't have none. But I just feel like, like my mom said, it's different with each child. I feel like Hunter is my older sister. Like he just he he has his own way of things and he's strong-minded. He's strong-willed and. He's just not going to give in unless he gets toe up. And sometimes that don't work. And we just like, we done tore him up. We done took his toys. We done took his iPad. He done been in timeout. You can't have no snack. You can't do this. I told him I was going to take him out of baseball today. I mean, I just don't understand. Like, listen, I don't know. So shoot your shoot ideas because I don't know what to do with Hunter. I think, I think the first child is just a learning process. So that's why they're the ones that you have so much of a, um, you're trying to figure out what you did wrong, but because of just learning to be a parent. And Nikita was the first child, just like Hunter's the first child. You know, it's just like a learning process. You don't know. So you're learning to try to know how to deal with, the, um, do things, and then you have everybody's so happy to see this first child so everybody is coming around spoiling them and yeah. giving them and everything so <laughs> i mean because nikita was very spoiled okay. <laughs> <laughs> for the record i will say i saw jarell's patients wearing thin last night gianna stayed with us for the first time <laughs> last night Vicky's mom said this is true because children are very observant and know when one is being treated differently than the other. Um, Raquel said, I agree with that. Each child personality is different. Um, and we just have to understand that. And that's why I think being a present parent is the most important thing that you can do. You have to be present um, to know your kids and to know how to adapt to them because it's all about adaptability. But let's go to the next question. Um, this is just like a simple one. If it's a boy, if you guys, if you guys had a boy, Cause I think a lot of old school parents they 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 like to um, they like to jump on the junior the junior bandwagon. Oh my goodness! And or they like to uh, acknowledge. They just feel like, oh, it's a boy. You got it. You got a name. Cause my grandmother. Listen, when I tell y'all, my grandmother was pissed. Namesake. She said, Hunter. Well, why, well, why wouldn't you name him John? I said, well, first of all, I said, well, first of all, John isn't his name. His name is Jonathan. And she was like, well, John, you should have named him Jonathan Jr. And I was like, no, mama, like, I don't, I don't want him to be a, a junior. Um, so if, the, if you guys were to have a boy, would there be a conversation about being a junior or is it automatically assumed that the baby will be a junior? Oh, it's not a junior. We got, we got real here. Woo! You having a junior or not real? <laughs> 
course I want a junior. So you want a junior? Mm-hmm. Wifey is like... No. I don't no. want one, but I guess if he wants one... It probably also depends on how many kids you plan on having. Right. Yeah. Is it a trend, though? Because your brother's son is a junior. Your dad has a junior. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. do you just want a junior because your dad and your brother have a junior? Yeah. But John didn't want a junior. That was the crazy part about it. What about I don't want a, I don't want a second. No, I'm already a junior. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I like if I was so a second. So, so okay. No. So you don't want it to continue. Nah. Okay. Nah. If I was if I was no. if I wasn't a junior though, I, my first would probably be a junior. Okay. No way. You know what I'm saying? But since I'm already a junior, <laughs> if, yeah, I don't want I don't want the second. No. I don't want the second on deck. So. Okay. I would, I would probably go with a different. I call you legacy. Curtis, like it's already weird because I call you Curtis, and then when I get around your father, I'll be like, Curtis. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, it'd be so weird. I'd be like, I call him Curtis. I don't want to because I be thinking like. Ugh. So what do y'all think in the audience? Is like a junior? Is it like automatic for guys to have a junior? Because John didn't want a junior, and but John also didn't want a hunter. And he the name the name grew on him. <laughs> Listen, he was like, I mean, what about DeAndre? Or DeAndre? Like, I was like, why are you being so black? Draymond? It, so black. And when Jackson came But not to put his business out there, I'm like, your name is Jonathan David Carter. Like you sound like a prestige. Shades, Mr. Gray type. Alright? Like, come on. Like, seriously. And so I'm like, why would you want me to name my son DeAndre? Or, or, you know? So, so I was like, Hunter, like, Hunter is like, a personality, and I really loved it. And so when Jackson came along, I had to give him like some say so. When we, be, when we found out I was a boy, he was like, alright, I'm getting some say so this time around. And I was like, alright. So we went through a list, and we came. He actually liked Jackson. Jackson was also my choice, but he actually liked Jackson. <laughs> Just throw that out there. Um, but Jackson has his middle name. So when I think about that, my sister, my younger sister, was like, "Do you think that Hunter's gonna feel some?" Um, because somebody said that you said because you already no, you said how many kids you're gonna have. It depends on how many kids you're gonna have. Mm-hmm. So my sister was like, "Do you think Hunter gonna feel some type of way when he gets old enough to realize that Jackson has John's middle name?" So does does it affect the children if? Say Rail has three sons. Does it affect the children? He can't be like George Foreman and name all of them George. He's gonna have one junior. Will it affect the other ones to say, well, you know, you have our dad's name? Will they feel like they're the favorite type thing? I don't think so. My my oldest my oldest brother is a junior, mm-hmm. and I it's I don't think no feelings like that have ever crossed my mind or his or anyone else for that matter. Now it is a lot of us. It's seven of us in total. I have heard before though from the oldest siblings. Oh, if I would have did that when I was that age, I'd have got told up way more, way, uh, way, way more worse. Than, mm-hmm. You know, so I've heard stuff like that, but nothing out of like some animosity about a name carrier. Okay, I I do feel like um. And Jarrell don't have no middle name. None so of the boys. We don't have to worry. Oh, about okay. That. So will you guys give your child a middle name? Pro- if it's a boy, probably not. Okay. We'll probably just stick with the that tradition. Trend. Okay. His dad and his mom. Started, but cultural. That's interesting. <laughs> but see, it's it's things like that that we that I thought was just a simple question, like that you actually have to have thought process. So again, like these are conversations that you should be having. Um, Donisha says she's always said no to a junior. 
um, because she just felt like her child should just have their own identity. And my husband was on the fence, but it doesn't matter because we we have all girls. Uh, so one of the one of the gender reveals that I went to last week was uh, the Pinkney wedges, and so um, they're having another girl. Congrats to them, girls! They have three. They were about to have three girls. Um, one second, sorry, y'all. Kita, can you tell Clyde to give me his charger? Um, so it's just simple questions like that that uh, we don't realize are. Uh, Raquel said it's a no for them. T is the second, so no third. So she feels like Curtis feels. He's already second, so no third. And honestly, her mother-in-law did not want him to be the second. And that's cool because I I think my mother-in-law. Um, I don't know how she felt. Um, so I'm 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 looking at y'all comments, y'all, as I go. Um, Leah said things change too if a kid has special needs. Mm. My God, I felt like I this I got a little did not bit die, more. Y'all. If for real. God. Oh, we are off live then. Shit. Shit. Wow, let me stop the recording. That's hey, Kita, we just died. <laughs> Two, one. Hey guys, I'm so sorry we had technical difficulties. We back. Pop back in pop back in the comments. Y'all was giving good comments. We back, y'all. We back. Laptop dad. Does that fall on me? I should have kept an eye on the laptop. Okay. Hey y'all, we back. Um, Donisha was saying, um, she said no to the dream, but they their first their daughter did derive from the dad's name. Her name is Tore. Um, from Torian. So I think that's cool too to kind of do that, to kind of uh, incorporate the dad's name in, in something. Um, even for the girls. Even for the girls. Now, and I wouldn't have a John A or nothing like that. John A. <laughs> that ain't having a John Nella, Johnetta, none of that. Jeanette? Jeanette. What about Jeanette? Jeanette. 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 <laughs> Y'all about to have my daughter going to kindergarten look like a video. Jeanette. Nah. It's a no. Gladys. It's a no. Gladys. 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 That conversation or that question may seem, but like it's a real live question that you should have because those see these type of things. I'm telling you, these type of things get into a relationship and they start small and they can escalate. And you'll be like, "Well, we was just talking about a name. Like all it is is a name." But this is serious stuff that you need to have these conversations about because you never know what your spouse or um, your significant other wants, and you need to you need to learn the the practice of sacrifice and compromise and i'm telling you listen that first year of marriage is like what what listen nah <laughs> compromise where's my pizza <laughs> like you ate my pizza it's no compromise <laughs> ain't no sacrifice give me my pizza listen i ain't gonna tell y'all about this one night that, <laughs> this one night john this one night john my sister's in him though this one night john this one night john threw my pizza out the window y'all <laughs> 
Oh, I heard briefly of that story. I heard briefly of that story. It's like was being. I ain't heard the whole story, but I heard the. Like, we are we are a very funny couple. We do have fun together. Um, but listen, no, we don't. Mm-mm. Yeah. It was funny. Oh, pizza. Yeah, we, listen. Go ahead, tell that story. What happened? Okay, so here's what happened. Um, we went out one night and we was having a really good time, and so. I fell and I fell, y'all. I tripped up over my heels, and so they said that I said my mom tripped me up, and I was like, okay, whatever. So when I got in the car, I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot what I was saying. John can tell the story better, but apparently I was whining or doing something, and John was like, be quiet, like be quiet, because I can't concentrate. And I was like, oh my gosh, and and so he just got upset. This is when listen. When I say John has more patience than me, he probably doesn't when it comes to me. But so he tossed my am pizza out the window, and I was like, no, like my pizza. Nobody. I I didn't even bite it. He was like, I told like listen. He does not like anybody eating this car. Well, he didn't used to, and I was about to bite it or something. He was like, don't, don't bite that, don't eat that pizza. And I was like. But I'm so hungry. Like, I got to eat something. I got to have something. And I kept saying, and I was like, please, I just got to. And he tossed it out the window. My mom was like, oh, my gosh. And I was, like, crying, y'all, over pizza. So, like, listen. I would have ended the relationship. <laughs> for real? I'm telling you. Yeah. So, my food out. Food you know, ain't no joke. Listen, no, one thing know, for sure, man, us three got in common is food. I wouldn't do that food. when I'm hungry. Yeah, I wouldn't do that when I'm hungry. Like, like, you know, I'm a monster <laughs> when I'm hungry. <laughs> we have, we have over, food in common. Keelay was over. Like, I'm telling you. She better be glad John ain't tossed her out the window. But, but that's why I want a pizza. It was Keelay or the pizza. But that's why Momish... To me, mom is just like it's real and raw. Like I don't mind telling y'all these stories because it's not it's not to say, oh my gosh, I thought the Carters were perfect. Like no, and nobody's perfect. Like nobody's perfect, but I like to be real and raw, and I like to have my guests be real and raw. And that's why I bring on people who I know are going to tell the truth, and and their truth may help somebody. So that's the whole purpose of Mama's podcast. Like it's a community of people sharing ideas and telling experiences. I don't want nobody to get up here and be like, "Oh my my marriage, not my marriage, not my husband, nope, nope, not my kid." Like, come on, guys, we're gonna be real and raw on Mama's. Okay, we we not gonna play games in these comments. We're gonna be real and raw. All right, but uh, so. On to the next question. I think this is so crazy because I feel like the new generation is doing a better, um, they're doing a better version of this because I remember when I would, when I would be with my grandmother, my grandmother would come home from work and she would cook dinner. She would pick, fix my grandfather's plate. She would have it set. He would sit in his same seat every night. And and she would get us dressed in the morning. She would give us baths. She would do everything because that's what that generation was brought up on. The 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 woman is supposed to do all of this stuff. They're supposed to do all of this stuff. And and so a man wasn't a man worked and that's it. They came home. They worked their hours. They paid the bills and and you got everything else. In this generation, we're career women. Okay, shout out to us. Hey. Hey. Hashtag, hashtag momish. Okay. Shout out so shout out to <laughs> shout out to women of this generation who have we have careers. So we're doing the same thing you're doing for eight hours. Okay. 
we're we have um we have activities we have friends that we go out with like it was it was more of the older generation that <laughs> that the women you know they would sit at home and, and take care of the kids while the man got to go out and drink or do whatever he wanted to do you know whatever that was but but we have a equal balance and and thankfully like our significant others allow us to have those lives and i think that's important where the significant other needs to support the other one to say there's a balance here and 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 i'm not going to allow you to get stressed out with everything that you have going on and i'm not going to put all of those burdens on you so with that being said shout out to my husband because listen homeboy be doing the laundry because i don't do laundry so if he didn't do the laundry we wouldn't have no laundry done but my husband does the laundry he does um he does clean um when we get a chance, we will clean. Wait, I'm going to tell the truth. But. I'll clean the bathroom, though. But I'm not going to clean the bathroom. I hate it. 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 I this man ain't nothing. Don't lie. Don't lie. I cleaned. I cooked. You just wouldn't like the way I clean. Okay. Okay. You, okay. So, so, you, so, you straightened up. So Curtis, that's a good thing. So this, this that's a that's a good point. I would go in the dishwasher and it was still food in the dishwasher. It's not clean to me. You need to clean so, it. So you got done twice. That's it. That's that's it. it. Here, clean. Here's the here's the here's the point here. Wash this. Then put them in the dishwasher. That's the question, the question, the, the actual question is, are there roles in your relationship such as when you have a child, who would change the diapers, who would clean the bottles, who would take the kid to childcare? Like, will you allow your spouse to go out? Like, what, what is your mindset of when you have a child? Because a lot of people think that when I have a child, like, oh, oh, she wet. You want to change her pamper? Oh, somebody come to you? Oh, Rail or Curtis, like... I think he took a number two. Oh, call, tell Biggie. Tell Monica. Like, mm-hmm. it's some guys that are like that where they're not going to be like, oh, oh, all right, I got her. Or I got him. Or whatever the child is. But we have to be mindful of that to know that this generation is different. And so when I say that, I say that because, like I said, we do the same thing y'all do. I go to work and work eight hours. My job is stressful. Like, we have the most stressful jobs in the world. Human resources and IT is just out of this world. And so when I come home, I'm tired. So I'm not, I do cook dinner, but I'm not going to fill up to doing everything. So he steps in when I need, when when gaps need to be filled. And I think these two guys, as much as they're going to talk trash, y'all, because I know they're going to talk trash, because that's what they do. They're going to be stand-up guys, and, and they're going to step in and fill, and fill those gaps. But I do want to know, like, how do you guys feel about are you going to like designate roles in relationships when it comes to having kids and not only pertaining to the kids but like cleaning the house or stuff like that but Curtis made a good point that he does clean but it may not be up to Monica's par and a lot of us do that where we're like okay you try to clean but no this ain't how I would clean it and then that's a whole different that's a whole different story because they try and but they may not do it how you want to do it, you know. So, so um, I feel like I am. He always makes. I'm a school with my children. I already know I am, and I think I'm gonna be doing most of the responsibilities until Jackson was born and we saw your man Curtis in the hospital bed, all attentive. Like you would have thought Jackson was his son. Like he was like, move out of the way, Keila and Carter. What are you doing? How do you do this? How you change the stuff? Like he had tears in his eyes. I was tears. Go ahead. Hey. What's you going 
We gonna keep it real on mom. He did. He did. He was very attentive. So until that moment, I was like, I thought it was just gonna be me. But I feel like when he, when we have kids, speaking into existence, when we do have kids finally, that that um he will help me out. Um, but. Even with my, even with the dogs that we've had, I've been very. Like, That's why I feel like I'm gonna have to fight for attention because she's so into spoiling and give them to me, give them to me. That I'm gonna be like, can I get a chance? Oh no, when you, but the, you she's doing like, that because she's not a mom yet. Mm-hmm. When you become a mom and, and they're yours all the time, I'm like, go downstairs with your dad. Like, go, go away. That's what I worry but about. That's a question for them: How do y'all feel like? Uh, your relationship time, like, yeah, that's but I know that change. is that's on the list. That's on the, my sister getting ahead of me. Y'all. Oh, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't even got to the second oh, couple of answers. Baby's on cock blockers now, <laughs> but no, Rail and Vicky, like, how do y'all feel about um, about roles in the, in the relationship? Like, do you guys think that you guys are going to designate roles or is it going to come natural? Because I know Rail has like a hundred nieces and nephews, so he's already adapting to that kind of sort of well, but touch on that mm-hmm. so when i did meet Jarrell, he had a lot of nieces and nephews mm-hmm. some who were a little bit older and i've been around since most of them have come along okay and i look at Jarrell. thank you for the refill <laughs> um, <laughs> she didn't even know mom yet she need wine all right and she did mm-hmm. i just wa- i've just been watching Jarrell interact with his mm-hmm. nieces and nephews and mm-hmm. when i see him alone with them he'll ask maybe one that's like one or two you need to go to the bathroom? Oh, do you need me to come in with you? Because I don't know. And I'm like, uh, Jarrell, you might have to go in there with him. Or he tells me, I've never changed a diaper before. I'm like, how, Jarrell? How? You have all these nieces and nephews that have come and you have not changed one diaper? So, and I that's think. That's a true story. Because Hunter, he had Hunter one day for y'all, for us, y'all. Listen, that's Hunter's God day. So he had Hunter one day, and we went. We had to. We had to go to a, something. And um, Rel was like, I was like, how was he? And he was like, he was good. He was good until he had to use the bathroom and uh. <laughs> this way, don't know. Wipe yourself. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, no, no. And he does number two. Like we're working on that. And Rel was like, oh, because he, he went to the bathroom. He was like, I'm finished. And Rel was like, okay, come on out. <laughs> but no, that is funny. Needless because, to say, them undies probably went in the trash. <laughs> so his mom stepped in. Shout out oh to Mama God. Adam. She stepped in and, and you know, took care of the grandmother role. That's hilarious. But no, I think it would be probably more natural to me to, like, take, like, to take yeah. on those duties, you know, to be a mother, to be a nurturer. And I, and I do think it's, yeah. it comes naturally. As a mom, we're just like, and I always said that, like, even when Jackson was born, because with Hunter, we didn't live together, but when Jackson was born, as much as I say, I just want to sleep all night, and, and I just want to, um, like, you, you know, we take turns. Even when it was John's turn to wake up and feed him, I would wake up, too, and be like, oh, wait. What are you doing? You want me to change them? You want me to help them? And there'll be two of us changing one diaper. Like, why are we both up at four in the morning and one of us can be asleep? And so I think as moms, we kind of like take over that authority because we're like, it comes it comes naturally for us. It's, it's, it's mom's intuition. Hashtag momish. <laughs> but Jarrell's been nat- naturally just 
considerate of how I'm feeling. If I had a long day, he'll be like, oh, do you want me to do this? Do you want me to do that? So I think yeah, it'll just aww. come natural for the both of us. <laughs> He'll see, yeah, we'll see, you know, we see each other struggling, you know. We'll try to help. Now about going out, I'm going to eat, you know. I would let him go out. Right. Let him go out. He would need a permission slip, but he'd be able to go out. And I hope he feels the same way we let me go out. Because a lot of, it's it's mostly the guys I find that, that they have some type of reservation about when the woman goes out and how much they should go out type thing. Like, and I don't really? I, I don't mean I don't mean women that that go out all the time and, and you're like, okay, this is getting absurd. Like this is just too much going out. But you do have to say I have to allow like we have a child. This is our child. So let's make it clear. When you have your child, it's not babysitting guys. It's not babysitting because it's both our child. So it's not babysitting. But it's like it's easier for the guy to go out and, and the woman is like, okay, I got this. But when we go out, is it is it one nervousness that you like, I don't know how to do this when, when she's gone type thing? Or is it just some guys may have that mindset where it's like, okay, no, she don't need to be going out. We got a kid now and <laughs> she need to take care of this kid. And so, so that's that. the thing, you know? <laughs> and I think it depends on the age. Like if you if you're dating an older guy, maybe possibly, you know, because we want to cover all generations here because mom is just in sec- uh, racist when it comes to age, sex. like sexes or or age, you know, ages. But ageism, because we just created a word, y'all. We created logos and and words. Hashtag. Hashtag. Um, so you gotta you gotta know that, and and so. It may come from not having the confidence to say, I don't know what to do when she's gone. That'll probably be in the beginning. In the beginning, like yeah. when it first go down, because you got more friends with babies than me. So in the <laughs> beginning, I'm going to be like, I need somebody here to make sure out. Even when, even when in the hospital with Jackson, I was sweating in that joke. Just yeah. holding him. Sweating. Like, <laughs> so, I, right, so, so, I, so I told a funny story about <laughs> Hunter's goddad. Let me go to Jackson's goddad. So he was over the house when we were doing the mama's promo. <laughs> And so Jackson is like screaming to the top of his lungs. He's crying. He's crying. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to do this momish thing. And, you know, whatever. So I go in the kitchen. I'm like, all right, let me make a bottle. So I made a bottle for Jackson. Because everybody knows Jackson, when he gets hungry, he goes like an animal. He He's hangry. Okay, he goes off. So I made a bottle for him. And, and Curtis was so intrigued, y'all. He was like, wait. How did you know? He was like, how did you know what to do? Like, how did you know that man, he was hungry? I mean, he was like, if I, if I had him, I would have probably thought, uh, I would have probably thought he wanted a blanket or something. I'm like, huh? Like, sweet, he screamed two times once because he cold. <laughs> but he was so intrigued, y'all. And then, like, in the hospital, the nurse was, like, burping him because Jackson wouldn't necessarily, was it, it wasn't Jackson, Jackson wouldn't eat. Oh yeah, he wouldn't eat the whole he bottle. He wouldn't eat yeah. the whole bottle and so the nurse was showing us how to get him to eat and Curtis was like, Well, well how do you do that? And you put him over your lap and, and you <laughs> like how do you know you're not hitting him too hard on his back? And so it was yeah, funny yeah. to see that because yeah. as first time parents like mother yeah. or father, but mostly fathers because it's so funny to watch them adapt to that. Mm-hmm. But they're like so interested and intrigued and they want to know certain things and and that just goes to show that none of us are professionals none of us know what's going to what to expect when we have kids and so with these couples as they think about going into parenthood we're kind of like 
joking and talking about this because I it is it's funny and it's gonna be even funnier when they as the kids grow because it's hilarious the stories that you'll have but it's stuff that you want to think about before going into kids so social media this is 2018 and I noticed like a lot of mm -hmm. couples are becoming Beyonce's and Jay Z's where they hiding their kids. Listen, where your kids at? Are they cute or are they not? <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's no reason why y'all. And I understand everybody has their personal reservations. And some people say, "Well, I'm not. I'm not really on big, big on social media like that." Sis, I be seeing you post every day. Where your kid at? Uh -huh. Is your kid cute or is it ugly? It's like, nah. But no, seriously. Um. What is it about social media? And I, I have had that experience where somebody shared my child's picture without my permission. And that's when I was like, okay, I need to set some privacy settings. And that's fine. But um, with social media, do you feel, um, can your child be posted by your spouse or a family member without your permission? How do you feel about that? Like, is that a discussion that you guys feel like you should have together? Or can Vicky just, or Vicky or Monica just say, I just had my baby. Like, welcome to this world. Such and such. Or is it like, <laughs> do you, are you ready to share? Do we want to share? You know, like, because I, I have seen that. It's a yeah, lot of, so, yeah, and a lot of people are following that. celebrity suits where they're like, well, I don't want to post my child picture. Or, Until they more develop. Right. Mm -hmm. And what's the reason? Is is there a certain justification? But is it mainly, is this a conversation that you should have? Donisha said, OMG, I hate that posting the baby's hand after you posted about your whole pregnancy. That blows me. Mm -hmm. Listen, Donisha, like me, I'm nosy. I don't want to see that baby hand. Show the face. Where the face at? Y'all done took us through your whole pregnancy. Six-month trimester. Oh, third trimester. Almost there. We can't wait to welcome baby, baby. Like, all right, where baby, baby at? You know, because don't take us through your whole pregnancy journey. Now you don't want to post. But that's just me because I'm nosy. But you might have a legit reason why you're not posting. But I want to know... Is that a conversation that couples have? Because I didn't. I was just like, you know. And my husband, my husband didn't have a conversation with me when he posted my labor picture and was like, round two. And I had, the first round I had a scarf on and I was just looking a mess. And everybody was like, yes, it's time. Like, I'm like, babe, you gonna make sure I had to stuff together. But, natural, yeah. but it's natural, but it's Go not on, natural man. for everybody. So I want to ask these. It ain't pretty. I want to ask. No. That'll probably be me. I would probably have to get instruction on how. Because I'll probably be on IG Live while I was coming out off the, you know what I'm saying? I'll probably be wild. See, that's it. Nah, Chris. Chris, you want to I'm definitely need a rule book for the labor. I'm definitely need a rule book for that. Curtis said he might be on IG Live during the labor, y'all. Okay, so, so you gonna need to go down some cameras being smacked. I'm not gonna follow. Listen, I'm gonna be at the hospital, but don't follow Curtis. He gonna have all Monica business on social media. But Monica, how do you feel about your child being posted on social media? Oh, I don't mind. Um. I can only speak. My sister, she had us wait like a couple of months before. Okay, um, see? but she didn't take us through the whole pregnancy. She was just like, "I'm pregnant," and then we didn't see her. And that's what we're talking about. Like, I mean, it's not only your significant other, but family members. And like, see, you I have rules for your family members on when they post the picture. Like, can they announce before you announce? With Jada and you, 
I wait until we announce until yeah, you, you post decide. the first yeah, picture. Exactly. Like I feel like but my you sister kind of pissed me off. Post the first picture. My sister kind of pissed me off on that note because Jada Jada is a social media queen. Okay, my <laughs> younger sister she's a social media queen, and we waited and waited, and I kept checking Instagram. I was like, murder. Like, like she ain't post yet. And then I seen the dad, uh, um, Harlem's dad post. Shout out to bro. He posted it and I was like, all right, I got, I got all game yeah. down. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know what Jada waiting on, but I'm posting my niece, like you know? But I think, first. I think my sister mm-hmm. made a good point. The parents should post first, so maybe you should ask permission to the parents whether you can post their child or not. And yeah, you that, can have pictures, it. but just waiting mm-hmm. for us to right. post them. Right. Make the announcement mm-hmm. and then Don't go ahead and post. Go. That's so, how I um, Curtis will not have no camera. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, we doing a water birth, so we he ain't going to have no camera. In the- no, we laughing. We laughing. First of all, he's going to pass out or he's going to be crying yeah. or something. He's yeah, not. Y'all saying, he's saying this now, but I'm telling you, mm-hmm. he is when they go down and emotional yeah. baby. Monica Moore turned into Underneath. something totally different. I had that camera one time. So what do, you, uh, what do you think, uh, Rel and Vicky, about posting your channel on social media? I don't know. I'm I'm not a social media yeah, fanatic personally, uh, and and a lot of my family is on social media. So if it was something that I feel like we had to post right away, mm-hmm. it would be on the behalf of them so that they could see it and show okay. love. Um, but like most people are respectable these days. Like mm-hmm. for instance, when we had our wedding. Um, at the courthouse before we went, you know, abroad. I know, I didn't even get to post a lot of people. A lot of people was like, hey, do you mind if we post this? And that didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. It didn't make me a difference. I did ask Vicky, I think, yeah. because I knew that you guys were getting married. And, and then it's a thing about people feeling shaded because they weren't invited type thing for me. Because I'm like, well, can I post? Because I don't want y'all to get calls and be like, well, she posted and why wasn't we invited? We just didn't post anything because we didn't tell everybody we were going to the court. Right. Like, it was just for people that couldn't make it, like our grandparents that couldn't make it. Or VIPs, like, cuz. Or VIPs. Like, oh. <laughs> nah, she just got knocked up. I did. <laughs> but on that, um, on that note, I do want to ask this question. Pregnancy. So, when you first become pregnant, you may tell, you might confide in, like, a family member or a best friend or something like that but you may not tell everybody from the get-go like i know we held it in for a while but my husband secretly told people that i didn't know he told and um we, we had said well we just want to tell such and such and that's it and and john was telling everybody y'all torian <laughs> torian knew i ain't no torian knew i just thought it was our families and torian was like Oh, oh, for real? You not drinking? I'm like, no, I'm not drinking. But I already knew because I know Torian's personality. And then people came to the Christmas party. I mean, John's birthday party was like, oh, I already knew. John told me. I'm like, listen. <laughs> Don't say yeah. nothing. But. Yeah. So I just feel like I want to talk about what's the discussion that you would have when you first say we're expecting. What's the time frame on when you want to tell people? And And is it like... I didn't get upset, but I just feel like for me, mine was more fearful. So you know how they say, let's get through the first trimester because that's the safest and you're in the safe zone type thing. So for me, it's it's more of a fear factor where I'm like, well, I don't want to tell all these people. And then, you know, something may happen. You know, we all know about miscarriages and stuff like that. So when it comes to pregnancy, is there a serious conversation between the two of you to say, um, when when are we going to share and who are we going to share with? 
Yeah, um, we would probably wait till after the first trimester. Okay. Yeah, to actually say something. See, I know nothing about that, so I'll probably, <laughs> I'll probably have to Curtis would have called all of us, like, y'all, it happened, y'all. I just shut the club up. <laughs> I, would have to, <laughs> I would have to have a talk with him and tell him. I yeah, she's going to have to bring all that down. We I could be. actually say something. We made it. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> um... I don't know. I think I think we will wait. I think I would want to wait. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm one of those people that rather tell my family in person. Like, right. Wait to have like a little get together and tell everybody. I don't like telling people over text or phone. Mm. It's just, it, I don't know. It kind of messes up the moment a little bit. So, so. the next get together, Vicky's probably going to know she's pregnant, y'all. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next summer, <laughs> next summer get together summer probably. Look at Rail. So Rail basically saying uh, in August. No, yeah. I'm trying to wait till Trump's done, but I don't know. That ain't gonna happen. Like that. Um, Donisha said after her babies were born, their dad posted them. She didn't care about it, but I would like for us to post before anyone else. Listen, the wedges. Um, they post all the time. We we see their kids. We know their kids personally. All right, Saray and Taylor is killing the social media vibe out here in these streets. But that's part of your conversation that they have to say like we're okay with posting our kids. Like I'm okay with posting my kids. And some people might say we tired of saying those big head boys. That's fine. <laughs> then you know, <laughs> I love Hunter and Jackson. You know. Um, <laughs> What about beliefs and morals and what you So that's do? the next that's question. That's question, my bad. Um, <laughs> Vicky's mom said, ageism speaking, I personally would not post a picture of anyone's child. Um, Michelle said, I was thinking about doing a Kylie Jenner. So she's basically saying she was going to hide her whole pregnancy and then pop up and say, hey, here's the baby. Mom, I can't believe you got Facebook, so... <laughs> so on the question that Curtis was asking that's my next question how do you guys feel about religion would your child my background y'all we gonna get this podcast together cause on the podcast we be hearing all the voices so y'all bear with us on the podcast part. but we good we gonna get it together but uh the ageism I mean ageism religion how do you feel about religion? Would your child automatically be forced into your into your religion and traditions such as baby dedications, christening, Christmas, Easter type thing? I'm saying those because I'm a Christian. And there may be other people that's out there with different religions. They may be Jew. They may be uh, Seventh-day Adventist. They may be uh, Muslim. They may be whatever. But um, I would just want to know because everybody that marries isn't the same religion. And me, like, I was blessed that me and my husband are the same religion. But if we weren't, I wouldn't know how to handle that. Because I'm so used to a family tradition of we get our babies dressed in white. We're going to get them christened. We're going to get them dedicated. Oh, it's Christmas. It's Easter. It's a big thing for us. But if your spouse or significant other isn't big on religion, how do you handle that? So, like, would you automatically follow suit or follow tradition from your family? Or how do you all have that discussion? Because it's easy to say, I'm marrying this person and we're different religions and we're going to figure it out. But when you bring a child into it, whose religion do it take if there's two different religions? But if it's the same religion still, I just want to ask that question. Like, is it automatically that that, 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 that child follows suit? Some people want religious than others. Right. Some people maybe say, I'm Christian, but they don't necessarily 
believe in everything. Right. Sorry to hit y'all with the tough stuff. Y'all can take <laughs> look. They about to they about to take a sip of wine and they not even moms yet. You know, because uh, well, the most. I mean, me and Drew are both Christian and we both. I don't know. We were, I feel like we were both kind of raised in the same way. When I hear about his old church stories of going like vacation mm-hmm. Bible school and stuff like that, that I know I've done before too. Um, I don't know the. Now, would you put that on your children? I mean, I don't think it's necessarily putting it on them, Mm -hmm. but it kind of, kind of happens. I feel like they should experience it. Yeah. Um. Also did like Bible camp and all that kind of stuff, which yeah, cool, fine. I went to regular camp too, but my 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 family made sure I was like well rounded and Mm -hmm. experienced a little bit of everything. So yeah, I would get them engaged the program, make them join the choir. I had to join the choir, join the dance team. So. So on that note, I have a different opinion because my mom was like, ah, y'all going to church and y'all going to dance. <laughs> Everybody dances. We had all girls. My And my younger sister, my the youngest, she did not like dancing. My mom's like, well, you going to get up there and you going to smile and you going to dance. <laughs> and so with me, Kita was older. Kita was older. And so my mom was big on, you're going to join the ministry and you're going to serve type thing. And, and it's not a problem with that. However, I I kind of steered far from, from that because I feel like if I want my children to serve, I want them to be interested in what they're serving because then it's just null and void. Like if I hate dancing, then I'm not going to get up there and give, give it my best. So it's no point in me getting up there and, and messing up everybody else or messing up the vibe type thing. So if Hunter comes, Hunter doesn't like go to children's church, but we make him go to children's church because that's what he needs to do. That's something different. But when it comes to him getting older and he has to serve or be on the ministry, I'm not going to be like, you, well, I don't have girls, but if I had a girl, I wouldn't be like, you going to dance because I danced, then we all danced, and everybody's going to dance for the Lord, okay? You going to work for Jesus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I just feel like, I just feel like you have to know your child, and, and like Vicky said, she was on the choir, so her children's going to join the choir, but I'm just like, if singing's not their thing, then, you know, find something else. Or what What do you want to do type thing? For the record, you, I mean, would I, you open I, that, Would you open that conversation to say, like, what are you interested in? Yeah, I mean, I enjoy dancing. I'm not saying, you know, I had a bad time. I enjoyed dancing and singing. Um, but I was exposed to that, and I kind of just went with it. So. And shout out to her brother. She, uh, Her brother has a song on Ooh, iTunes. Everybody go and download today. that. Jesus, What's the name Jesus of it? Jesus the Same by yeah. Ryan Vincent Ford Ministry. Yes. Go download, download that. It. iTunes. We good on promos on it. It's on title. She crushed it. Yes. Oh, Ryan. Yeah, my mom put my brother in the choir, and yeah, that was all she wrote. And he he loved to sing. He he writes music. He played by ear. Listen, and Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson. <laughs> Pay them spoons for me. <laughs> my mom is my mom is Joe Jackson, y'all. But Monica, how do you feel about religion and and that whole thing? Now with us, I grew up my whole family, pastors, bishops, like men, missionaries, everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to definitely. We've had this discussion. Several times. Several times. <laughs> I am from in the womb. Curtis, no, I listen yeah. to gospel music every day. That's me. I have ministry in my car. Like, every day. He'd be like, why? I'd be like, because you need it. Spirit, <laughs> let it serenade you. Yes. So, and yes, I'm going to introduce 
like my mom did. She introduced mm-hmm. that religion to me. And I believe now, that too. I'm at a point now, we had this conversation all the time, I'm at a point now where I can decide what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And she introduced and instilled and planted seeds in me at a young age. Mm-hmm. And there was a time where I wasn't going to church every Sunday and stuff like that, but I made my way back to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, 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 I've learned about other religions and stuff, but it didn't really resonate with my mm-hmm. spirit. So mm-hmm. I'm going to introduce the same things that my mom did. And they have a choice. To decide when they get older, but when they young, oh, yeah. you want to church with yeah. your mama? Mm-hmm. You so, learn. So, so on but that, on that note, sorry, on that note, because that that just spoke to my spirit, y'all. That was everything. Because um, I did a happy birthday post to my mom, but the most thing that I wanted to like say was like, like Monica said, like we didn't always get why we had to go to church and why we got to go to 8 o'clock and 11 o'clock. Man, First of all, we used to be starving. 8 o'clock, Sunday school, 11 o'clock. <laughs> like, listen, we done been in the three services, y'all. Like, seriously, I'm tired. I'm hungry. But the thing is, like, um, we all go through that path where we're like, okay, I'm going a, I'm to a steer away or whatever. But when you come to being a mom, all right, because... Wine can only last so long, but all moms do need wine, right? But wine can only last so long, and then you have those rough days and those tough days that you're going through something, and you have that, you've been introduced to that, and you know that this is what I can, I can pray about this, and I can, and I can, I can call on somebody where my mother or my father or somebody can't help me. So I think it's important, just as Monica and Vicky said, and we gonna hear from the, from the future fathers on their opinion but i feel the same way that they feel i feel like you should instill that and that seed is everything you 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 gotta instill something in your kids and and for us sitting here momish we're instilling christianity because that's that's what we that's what we represent you gonna believe in something or you gonna fall for anything that's what my sister said so um we gonna talk we gonna talk to the dads and curtis is anxious over here so we gonna go to him first you see me put the camera down and everything he's ready he's ready now with the with the religion standpoint i feel like in the beginning like you said early they should be introduced to to everything that's out there you know what I'm saying? Whether it's Christianity, whether it's, whether it's um, Muslim or Buddhism no, or whatever. But as early, it might confuse No, I didn't say that. I said introduce them to my religion. To your religion first and yeah, then let them choose later? Yeah, and then let them decide later. Okay, I like that too. I like that too. Kind of teach your own principles first. And then as they when get, get old enough to make age, your own decisions, correct. then you can kind of go where you want yeah. to go. But you're not opposed to that, right? No, when they get older, if they want to go out and explore other things, I have learned about other religions. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's my thing. I would be completely open. To, even if we teach them Christianity in the beginning, yeah, and, they da, 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 and then yeah. later on, they like, look, I'm a, I've am read the Quran. I'm going to be Muslim. I feel like yeah. this speaks to me more. And, and I'm going to be praying, too, that God be cool that. shows you them be like, the light. I'm going to be praying. I'm going to be praying. I wouldn't be off. I wouldn't be off. Please. I understand. Please. I understand. I would be more praise. so I will let you choose. I will let you choose whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Even if worst case scenario is I'm, I'm an atheist. You can do what you want. I'm going to be praying. Right. You ain't going to be but comfortable like, in this house. The power of prayer is everything. I, I understand. Yeah, I agree. Definitely, I like that definitely introduce them to what you know, what you believe in, what mm-hmm. you live in. Let them walk that walk. It builds the character. Right. You know, it gives them a, a sense of being grounded. So even if they do stray away. They know that, hey, this is where I can go back to. These right. are my roots. Right. A lot of us do it, whether it's for a day or for years, we know where to come back to. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, like what Curtis said, I agree with that. If, if they're impartial about that specific belief, 
Um, it's no reason to beef with them or disown them. Right. right. It's no right. Right. I wouldn't, mean, I wouldn't fight thing. them because, right. you know what I'm saying? That's right. the most right. important thing. There's no way you can turn your back on them for that reason. Of course, yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, I would definitely introduce them to what we, you know, believe in, what our principles are. Yeah. So, uh, Vicky's mom said, my children were not forced to worship God. They were introduced to God. The word of God says, train up a child in the way that he should go. Listen, we're going to get mama on here because she sound like my mother. She got the iPad open and let's go. The word of God says, train up a child in the way that he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from them. Yes, mama. Mama wasn't forced to be in that choir. Straight face. But, um, but, so the thing about it is, um, I do, I do, I do think, I want to hear what um, some of the people in the comments have to say about religion, because I think that's a touchy subject, you know? Um, I don't see no power. <laughs> <laughs> they get power, y'all. I, feel, I don't know. As long as I, I don't know, maybe the atheist thing would, would be a hard conversation, but as long as they got some type of relationship but, with God. Right. So the, so the important factor here is what we're talking about is not disowning your child. Because in, in this generation, it's a lot going on. It's a difference in religion. It's a difference in um, who they prefer. I mean, even sexual orientation, you had a conversation Right, too. it's a lot of things that's going gay. on. And that's a lot of... And so, my point that I made... The prayer. The point that I made with... Please. The point that I made was when, when I was thinking of this, I was thinking that having a child was like moving out into your own place. Because you never prepare for moving out for the first time. You're like... Like, you'll go to the bathroom and be like, oh, crap. I buy toilet paper now. Like, when I first moved out in my first apartment, I was like, shoot, I'm out of soap. I'm so used to my mom buying soap. Like, it's the little things that you don't think about. Like, I didn't, I, I was like, oh, I got a sofa. I got a dining room set. I'm set. I got this. I got that. Groceries is, like, obvious. But you go in the bathroom and you like, toilet paper, soap, uh, freaking um, detergent. It's stuff that you don't think about naturally that you have to do. So when you become a parent, it's things that you have to think about, like making doctor's appointments and dental appointments and making sure that they go to school, make sure they do their homework, make sure the, the laundry is done. Oh, he need new uniforms. Oh, crap, I got to pay for this. I got to pay for that. And I be going crazy, y'all. Like, I be like, crap, like, huh, uh, listen, Jackson's, don't judge me. Jackson's nine-month appointment is April 30th because I forgot to make the nine-month appointment. His doctor booked up. And he, he'll he be 10 months on April 9th. <laughs> and then he'll be 11 months on May 9th. So he's going to be like, get his nine-month stuff. They're going to be like, he about to be 11 months type thing. But it's that type of stuff that I'm like, crap. And Hunter, it's like, oh, he was supposed to have a dentist appointment. and It's stuff that you have to think about. But on that, um, the sexual orientation thing, it's a lot of things that we can't foresee our children going through. Nobody's going to know that their teenage daughter is going to get pregnant. Nobody knows that their son may come home and say that he doesn't know what he wants to be. Or nobody knows that um, my son is out here mm, drug dealing. Or the girl is like um, doing whatever whatever your children may be going through. Um, Tanil was here sharing her testimony of her son going through all of his struggles and frustrations. And so we're not foreseeing that stuff. We don't know the future. We don't know what our children are going to go through. Your children could be the sweetest little angel right now. And so the, the, the gist of parenthood is like... There is real, really no preparation on being a parent. There's no um, insight on what to do, when to do it, how to do it. 
like now hunter's four and we're we're stuck we're like well, what do we do next i don't know i i really just don't know so how do you guys feel like even though there really is no preparation honestly but how do you feel like you will handle your children's choices because sometimes you can make the mistake of being overbearing and then you may make this mistake of letting go too soon or letting go too much like, like how do you prepare yourself how are you guys thinking of preparing yourself for unforeseen circumstances with your children your future children it's a tough question, I know. Yeah. Um, I never really thought about that, but I feel like me and Curtis would be open to anything that they want to do or anything they want to try. Um, we have certain things like with him as sports. He he wants to instill sports into his In the beginning. Kid. In the beginning. If they choose later not to stick with it, then cool. But in the beginning, you're gonna try it. You're gonna try. You're gonna try this, you're gonna try that, try that, try that, try to try to figure out what you like and then if you don't like this, then cool, all right. But I would Love be open to anything they want to try yeah. or anything they, they want to do. <laughs> I would be open to anything. We're open. Me and Carter, I feel like that's why we mesh together because we're very open-minded. So anything they want to try or anything they want to do, I feel like I would I would help them. And what about the homosexuality? Mm-hmm. On both sides. I, I just <laughs> both sides. On both sides. Women, on both on women, women and women. And women and it's nothing I can do but pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I can do. I'm not gonna shun my child away because they want to do that. Yeah. I'm still mama. I'm still your mother. But okay, so here's yeah. the thing. So so I always think about this because this is it's not a fear of mine. Um, because I don't want to I don't want to come off as like you know whatever. But I just feel like, um, as a parent, if your child does come home and say, "Hey, I'm I'm this or I'm that in in homosexuality." Like, we say we're not going to shun them, but what's the balance? You're not going to shun them, but how much are you accepting type thing? And it and it comes back to your beliefs because obviously you believe something. And you believe that it shouldn't be what it is. And so, how do you, how do you have that balance to say, I'm not shunning you. But don't bring the thing to my house. Type of, oh, no, sorry, I'm not. I'm not gonna say thing. Don't bring the person to my house. Yeah. So that's hard. Yeah. I think it's no different it's than like a male. Like this episode. No, I'm talking about both sexes. Both period. Sides. No, I was saying I don't think it's no different if it's just a boyfriend or girlfriend that you don't care for. Mm. Oh yeah. You so just have so to look at it that way. So my mom said a boyfriend or girlfriend. So so. Um, I remember, I'm going to share a, a situation. Oh, yeah. So, I had a boyfriend <laughs> at high school, and my mom was like, she wanted, my mom and my stepdad was like, they wanted to inter- interview him, basically. Interview him? Not interview. Cause, cause, no, they interviewed him. Because they were like, yeah. I couldn't date until I was 18. So, when I turned 18, y'all, I was ready. I was like, we going to Outback. He's taking me to get a steak. Outback. Listen, Outback was popping in 12th grade, okay? So, I was like, okay. So, my mom was like, she wanted to meet him. So... He came home. He came to my house. And so he was the type that I'm not going to lie to your parents type thing. And so my mom was like, do you drink? He was like, yeah. And he was older than me. My mom was like, do you smoke weed? He was like, yeah. I was like, why would you tell my mom yeah, that? Son. Like, you just ruined my whole dating environment. Like, I can't date no more. I lied. And so <laughs> my mom was saying, like, it's the same thing as if. A parent doesn't like a significant other. And and John always says that my boys are going to have it hard because I'm very tough on females. Like, John always be like, babe, you are not the first wives club. And I'll be like, because I don't like her. 
Bad and I don't like too. her. Come to the door. First of all, <laughs> listen, listen. My circle is very small, and listen, I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I have a spirit of discernment, and I, I, I do catch up on on people's spirits a lot. And I'm so, I'm like, no, she's off to me, or he's off to me. And so it's not that, but I think my boys are gonna have it hard because, listen, like the girl is gonna have to compete with me, number one. But number two, like. There's things that I'm going to look for because I know what my kids deserve and I know what type of men that I'm raising and I know that the type of men I'm raising deserve a certain type of woman. So you're not going to bring any and everything up in up in here, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So back to the question, how y'all going to handle that? As far as we we to the Adams now. <laughs> Introductions. Which, which as know, far as anything, you know unforeseen circumstances, it, it, and you can you can think of much as the homosexuality. You can think about a teen, your teen daughter getting pregnant. Yeah. You can think about um, you finding out your son is. Uh, the, the show, the show, the show, Grownish, right? Or, or, or Grownish, the the boy, he's selling, he's selling drugs on the college campus. No, but um, oh, oh, you yeah, know yeah. he sells uh, he's Navek he sells yeah. Navek he sells drugs on the campus. And the grownish when the son was having sex and the father was woo woo woo. But when he found that was the blackish. daughter, was I mean blackish. But you you go you you found out you were hard working taxi cab driver, which his dad was, and he was like selling drugs on campus like i'm working hard to put you through campus why the heck are you selling drugs mm-hmm. like those are unforeseen circumstances that we have to think about as a parent that we don't know what's going to come up with our kids so how well, selling you... drugs is, i mean what do you do though do you turn your child in i'm not gonna turn my child in but we will discuss it sure, and man. i say next time i see you with them drugs i'm gonna take you myself listen Yes. Um, <laughs> but I feel like um, whatever it is, it's like worth the discussion. Mm-hmm. My mom was like really open with talking to me about stuff mm-hmm. that could be sensitive or not sensitive, but she was always open and she never like turned her nose up or anything. Um, so I just feel like it makes the situation a lot more comfortable and a little bit more understanding. And although, you know, sometimes she's discussing me, well, you know, I don't really like what you're doing or I don't. And right, she was right, like, right. that's just me, per- like, you know, don't take it personally, but that's how I feel. I would take account of how my mom felt and, you know, look at myself or, you know, what have been or, you know, sometimes we agree to disagree. Sometimes we agree at the same time. But speaking of your I mom, like she is going. I know. Hey, paragraph. I see that paragraph, girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's I think that's the kind of relationship I would have with my child is, you know, if they if there's something going on, I will be open. And so we can just, discuss it. And you just sparked up a whole nother question. Because sometimes children answers. don't really know mm-hmm. if what they're feeling is real. Right. Or what they're doing is like mm-hmm. real. Okay. And you know, yeah. you have to like lead them and let them know like what's okay, what's not okay. Maybe they're looking for, you know, confirmation in what they're doing too. Like, right. Do you think this is, you know, so yeah yeah i mean in this world we live in now mm-hmm. with the social media and and the way kids or, or anyone is growing up so fast for that matter um i think you gotta have your faith you gotta use your lifelines whether they be yes. earthly whether mm-hmm. they be spiritually you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta use them don't just have them use them so mm-hmm. if um you instill those principles in your kids and you you know you you help to try to build them to have a great character I don't think you really have to worry about it too much. I mean, what good is having faith if you never use it? That's so right. that, that's my yeah. point. Hello. Yes. Look at the you kind of stuff. All right. Listen. <laughs> but um, 
Vicky opened up a whole nother question that I didn't have on my list, but I think it's important because, in like Rel said, in this generation, kids are moving way faster than where we're moving. And when we speak about teen pregnancy and et cetera, et cetera, we have to talk about, um, Vicky said she was able to be very open with her mom. As parents, how open will we allow our kids to be when it comes to those cir- tough circumstances? When I brought up the, the situation of drugs, can our kids say, um, I was selling drugs, are we going to call the police on them? Or can your daughter or your son come to you and say, well, I'm thinking about having sex, and what do you think, and how can I, you know, what? how open will you allow your kids to be with you in those tough circumstances because a lot of kids the reason why they become pregnant is because they're being sneaky and exactly. hiding out and, mm-hmm. and doing what they're right their parents not listening or or they're like just oblivious to the situation like you don't do it and they're not doing it because i told them they're not supposed to do it and that doesn't always work especially in 2018 i'm telling you these True. kids are a whole nother breed yeah, they like a different they're a different <laughs> they're a different breed i'm telling you they have access to everything real bought up social media but you see yeah. the kids are in ubers they're they're taking public transportation we can't yeah. get to the mall without our parents dropping right. us off and picking us up and and who, knowing who was going with us yep. these and kids call an uber oh i got the uber and i'm meeting such and such mm-hmm. and we don't a lot of times we don't know what's going on because Back then, the parents were able to be home more. Where we are, we're like in our careers. We got this going on. We got multiple kids. I don't. I mean, it's just it's a lot to think about, y'all. Seriously, it really is. So, how open can your kids be with you? And and we're not we're not restricting it to <laughs> we're not restricting it to gender only because a lot of dads would be like oh my my son could come to me that's what my mom was talking about my mom was talking about the blackish episode where um the son was having sex and he was like oh yeah like dabbing him right, up and this right. everything but then the mom was like oh Zoe's having sex too and he was like crying and what? he was like my daughter no not my sweet baby so like you can't restrict it to gender you gotta be uh, able to have that's gonna be hard. Coming to her about everything. That's what I she feel has like she too. has three girls, but I want to hear Donisha ask Torian what he thinks. 
But you know what? But um, I, hold on, mom. I want uh, the open from both sides, male or female. But you gotta receive it from both Dickie's sides. Dickie's response saying, Dickie's mom. Yeah, no, honestly, he it probably said, will Jada, be. Dickie's this girl come to him. It's gonna be what you have sex when it's God. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. That's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> Vicky's mom said parenting is like Star Trek. Oh, wow. oh, to boldly go where no one has gone before. Yeah. We don't know how we're going to handle a situation or what we'll say because we're constantly changing as well as children. Mm. Just as my son in love said, you must exercise faith. Socially, things change, so you will change with society, or you will stand firm in your beliefs, you whatever it may be. Girl, that is word. That's a word. You about to make me because, come to you. Because honestly, that is that is what's happening right now. Because yeah. back then it was just black. It, it, mm-hmm. You say you know how they say no pictures really black and white. Back then it kind of seemed like black and white. Like you're gonna do this or you're not gonna do this, and right. and and that's what it is. But in this generation, it's kind of like like she said, we have to change with society. We know that our kids are brought up in in a whole different world that we were brought up in, and we're not even Gosh. that old. But to see how society has changed quickly since we were in high school to now that they're in high school it's a totally different world yeah. so we have to like adapt ourselves that goes back to being adapt uh, um being adaptable when it comes to a parent mm. but i want to go to with the adams about how open they will be with how open they will allow their kids mm. to be with them fully well, I think I, I, think, I, I, think, I, I, think, I, I think I'm going to say that. I don't know about Jarrell. Yeah, I know what you're going to be. For the fully. That's the difference. Real I mean, when I, when I have a children, I'm <sighs> trying to figure out how to say this. Um, Just, you know, as they grow, I'm just going to just show them, like, I'm going to be open with you, like, from right. the beginning. Like, Donisha, I know you said that if you want to start, oh start now, because mm-hmm. don't wait till they get older, because then they're just going to shut you out. Yeah. And I'm like, boop, don't want to hear what you have to say. Right. But, um, in my opinion, just want to say that. Um, but, yeah, I think it will, it will have to start early that way. I mean, they, I feel like they can come, I mean, I can go to my mom for anything. We, we talk frequently now, so it's, it, it's nothing to it, so I'm open. Like I said, I don't know about Jarrell. What you thinking over there, Jarrell? Let me tell you what something. thought over there. <laughs> him different. having a niece has yeah. been really different for him. I love my girls. Gianna, so I, yeah. It's definitely probably going to be a barrier. Unfortunately, I, I, I don't want to seem unfair, but like with like my nephews, uh, the little cousin bros, you know, I holler at them at cookouts, family gatherings. You doing a little something, something. Well, oh, man. Do you, so, you know, I, I don't, I'm not to say I encourage them being out, being male, whatever, right. but you know what I mean? With my, with the, with my young ladies, like the one, the two that are in high school, one's about to graduate, you know, I'm around them and I'm, I'm trying to watch their body language, but I don't really want to know if they are doing something, but you know, um, it, you can't judge either way, and that's one of those things where it's like crossing that bridge as a parent. You don't know how you really going to take it. Exactly, yeah. and that's yeah. what she's saying. Like we don't know. Like first of all, they just got married. They about to celebrate their one year anniversary in June. Woo! Shout out to them. Um, but before getting married, you don't know what to expect when you get married. When you move out for the first time, you don't know what to expect when you move out for the first time. He said his niece is in high school. She may know everything that she thinks she knows when she go to college, but she's not going to know what to expect in college until she gets in college. So that's the thing. We have to take things as they come. Um, but um, Donisha made a good point. She said, uh, Torian's not here right now, but I know when it comes to sex, he's not going to be comfortable. Our five-year-old comes home saying she has a boyfriend. 
and he can't handle that. He yells, you do not have a boyfriend. He's a boy and that's your friend. Where she's like, I'm like, oh, it's cute. So my son has been crushing lately. And I'm like, wow, this is early, okay? And so, okay. Give me another social media shout out real quick. So um, So that's a big thing because um, I think as parents, we have to... We have to also, whereas, um, somebody said that the other day, I was talking to a friend and, and, and she was like, I'm so used to the OU where I could be like, let's hit happy hour up and, and we can go to happy hour. But now you like have kids and you have a family and, and you have to check in and all that stuff. And so I thought that was funny because I was like, oh, it was a transition thing. You know, like before being a parent, like all of y'all are not parents. And so I tease like Monica and Curtis because they're they'll be out hanging out and I'll be like, crap, like we don't got no setter. Or Rella and Vicky, um, we had to go to Rel's birthday party with our kids. Whereas when Rel was like turning 22 or 23, I was like, turn up, like we'll be there, no problem. You know what I'm saying? Right, in Atlantic City. Like it's, it's a difference. The transition is crazy. And so you have to think about all those things because I'm like, I remember those times when I could just go hang out all night drink go to the go to work come home and take and be sleep until the next day and not have to worry about anything and now i'm like okay i gotta think about this we gotta get a sitter when we get a sitter how turned up how turned up are we gonna be because we gotta get the kids tomorrow so we gotta like pace ourselves and it's just a lot that comes on with the transition so are you guys prepared for that transition whereas because when before i had kids i would give my um I don't know if Tasha's a watcher, but Tasha is my best friend. And I'll be like, um, uh, just ask your mother to watch him. Like, get a sitter. Like, we need to go out. And she was like, it's not that easy. And I was like, yes, it is. Just ask your mother. Listen, now I know. <laughs> it's not that easy. It's not that easy, okay? So people will be like, are the cards coming? Um, let us see if we can get a sitter. We'll let you know. So it's it's a lot that comes on with it. So think about that transition going from not kidless and like Keita was saying, um, your relationship. How will you? How does your relationship change? It's a lot. I mean, listen. Where you? Whereas you can lay in the bed with your spouse and do whatever you do, it doesn't happen that easy. Hunter comes in our room every five minutes. Like I need to talk to that. I I need to talk to him. No. What? You don't need to talk to him. Like, we're ha- we're trying to watch TV. We try to have a good time, you know, whatever. And then it's just, it's it's a lot, y'all. So, and date nights. And I told Hunter the other day, because we, we don't have a sitter. So, I was like, um, we're going to have date night. I was talking to John. We're going to have date night. And we're just going to have some wine, watch TV. And Hunter was like, I want to go on a date. I want to go on a date with y'all. No, 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 no. Like, No. <laughs> vacation when you go on vacation you have to plan a sitter and it's not easy getting a sitter for a certain amount of days like it's a lot it's so you have to think about and that's why i said i didn't want this episode to be like something to scare people away from parenthood because it's not a scary thing it's a blessing it really is a blessing it's fun it's it's exciting it's tiresome it's exhausting it's a it's emotional roller coaster like you happy sad angry tired exhausted annoyed frustrated <laughs> uh, like it's just i mean you just go on all these different emotions and there's nothing wrong with that but thinking you. about the transition 
how will you guys be where you can't get up and go? Like, I know y'all, like, all y'all, like, get up and go. Like, you try and grab something to eat. You try and do this. You try and do that. Blah, blah. Like, you want to go to Olive Listen, these two love Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> listen. Relationship is based off of Olive Garden. You want to go to Olive Garden. Listen, you want to go to Olive Garden. But then you got to say, do we really want to take. I'm going to use Hunter. Do we really want to take Hunter to Olive Garden today? Like, this whole weekend, I was telling my family, I just want to go out to eat. And John's like. We not taking no two kids out to eat, Kiba. <laughs> He's like, you want Outback to go? No, I don't like to go food. Like, I feel like they cheat you on to go food. They're not cooking it as well. They're not giving you as much portion. Like, I want to sit down and eat a meal. And he's like, I'm not taking these boys to no restaurant. And I'm like, what? I think we can handle it. So it's that. It's like, so we, long story short, we did not go out to eat this weekend. So we're going to wait till we get to center and go out to eat. But. And I also told him we can't keep our kids hostage. Like we have to, we have to show them the world, okay? Mm-hmm. But like it's just a lot. It's a lot to think about. Yeah. So thinking about that transition, how do you guys feel about being parents? I think that's why we haven't decided to have a baby yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're enjoying so much. Yeah, of yeah. Just us in a nice, quiet house. Don't have to worry about nobody. And if we we watch his nieces and nephews, we can give them back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's real easy, and I. Part of me knows, like, once we have a kid, like, yeah, most thanks. of that will go away. Mm-hmm. So, like, what do we... So, we talk. Like, what do we want to do before we have a baby? Right. We want to travel. We want to do this. Work on a house. Do whatever. Make sure we're financially stable. We try to... That's fine. So, a pre-kid you know, bucket list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we know it's not going to be easy. We... Mm-hmm. Like like he said, he has 18 nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. I just... In, I just had a niece two weeks ago, so um, that buys me a little bit more time. That's a little bit more time. Nineteen. Oh, yeah. See, oh, look so, at that oneness. Yes, real. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess when we finally decide, you know, we almost been together ten years, so I'm a. I'm like 50 50. I'm yeah, like, I kind of want to have a kid, but I kind of still want to. Yeah, the family man. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, when we finally decide, I think we'll be, we'll be ready. We're just trying to get everything, everything straight. But, so the question is, we're not ready. Right. Okay. So I'm sad. Maybe. I was hoping they were ready, like, soon. But, What's your take on the rail? Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I've, you know, always lived on the guideline. Like, get to know your spouse before you try to bring someone else in the world and know them, too. Mm, and plus, true. this is not, I don't want to say this is my main thing, but someone has put it in my ear that there's a term, I don't know what it's called when you're speaking um, scientifically, but um, how we lay down together at night, and I have to touch her, she has to touch me. Mm. I hear that when you have that child, she doesn't need that feeling from me no more, nor me from her mm-hmm. so that's one of the things where deep down inside I'm a little nervous about okay yeah. okay so, yeah, I think my... what happens is I don't think it's a lie my mom says it's a lie from Pizza Hill <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a lie mom I, I, I do think that mm-hmm. it happens it happens unnaturally because we're so consumed with taking care of the baby mm-hmm. and we feel like this baby is ours. We can't. We can't let it have. We can't. Um, you know, sits. We can't let make sure their face is in the pillow. We can't make it. We so we become like consumed mm-hmm. so much with the motherhood that we forget about 
the relationship because that that did happen to me with with hunter and with jackson and you would have thought with jackson i would have been used to it but i was just like oh no i gotta do this and and i gotta take care of him and he gotta lay on me and i gotta do the skin to skin and we gotta it's just a lot that you consume and it comes up naturally that it's not that we don't need that touch from our significant other but it's it's just the fact that we're just overwhelmed it's a lot but then that's when you got to look at it biblically, I guess, because I'm a mature Christian and with the word of God, you see how Lord, they they multiply because they they knew what mm-hmm. to do as far as that. But they mom, you, you, kids, but, they, yeah, they knew we, where to But we know that, but, but truthfully, because we truthful on momish, did, yeah. did you not have that point in your relationship where y'all kind of wasn't where y'all was? Is what he's saying. What he's saying. Like, y'all no, wasn't. No, we were because I, you know what, you know, I always tell y'all that we did y'all. I don't know what what goes on with each parent does things different. Mm-hmm. I was able to deal with Jaden and Alicia were close in age. I was able to still do daycare. No, and no, 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 that's not what we talking and about. Still be a wife. What kind of wife? Do a loving wife. How much loving? Oh, it was loving. <laughs> 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 Changes once the baby comes, so maybe it's our generation. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's our generation. We both choose. When y'all first had a kid, was it more like when we first had a kid? It was. It was more like me giving, like you said, you will be fighting for attention because it was more like I was paying more attention to Hunter than I was John. But I didn't realize it until it was brought up, and I was like, oh, I kind of am, but. That's because I was a first-time mom, and I, I just wanted to do everything right, and I just wanted to make sure that my child had everything, and it, it was a lot. So, well, can be. I, I, feel, I, I feel like could be a little bit nervous with your first child. You don't really yeah. know. Yeah. But, Ma, you had four, so, you know. Growing well, up, the, um, with Nikita and Kile, I was not married. The wild ones. They, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, don't even. We're going Keita and Jada. That's the wild one. <laughs> um, Jada and Alicia. Jada and Alicia. That's when I was married. But it was different. I guess I learned. Now, like I said, I was a single mom with Nikita and Kila. And then God blessed me with Scott. You know, so it was a, a little different. So I think it was just different as far as me going from single mom into a married, you know, married mom and. I, I guess I had learned a lot just being a single mom and was so happy to be blessed with yeah. someone to help me. She said, I got to keep this one. Maybe that's as far as be, me being a single mom and then when God blessed me with someone that was willing to love me and my kids and then when I had two more, he was able to show me that the sacrifice that he was willing to do because he showed me with them too. Mm-hmm. 
You understand? He showed him with the key and key last night. So, I think that's the difference that, you know. But as a guy, Curtis, how do you feel like right now you can't just up and say, I'm going out with such and such, I'm going out with such and such. When you have a kid, you're going to have to discuss that and, and say, what's going on? Do we got a sitter? I mean, do you want to go out or can I go out type thing? It's not necessarily asking permission, but it's that respect factor to say, well, okay, yeah. do you mind as if a, I go out type thing? Exactly. As, as a respect factor, I will respect the 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 conversation aspect that mm-hmm. they had like okay I'm going out this weekend is it okay blah, blah, blah. Or, you want to go out this weekend you can go with your friends I watch the kids I feel like that conversation does need to be had in a relationship but if it's a situation where the other the the spouse doesn't go out as often mm-hmm. or is not normally used to going out then I feel like that conversation will be a little different um, mm-hmm. if you already used to staying in the house then I feel mm-hmm. like nah no, okay. what if she don't want to go out? She's like, no, no but more. you ain't going either. Okay, okay, I get that. I get that. I will compromise that. I will keep the baby, but I need help. I, I will compromise that. I will compromise that. If you if you on some, I'm going to stay home, but I'm going to stay home with me. I, we will compromise for that. We compromise for that. We compromise for that. Because, okay, so in our situation, like, John, um, he goes out. We both go out equally. Right. Um, But... I, if you count it up, he'd probably let me go out more often because he knows <laughs> he knows he knows that I need it. He, he knows that I need it, and so yeah. he knows my personality, right. and so he knows that like, it's not gonna bother him as much. Cause cause one thing for sure, two things for certain. Um, John has great friends, like amazing friends, like they are like the best. And so even Curtis and Rail are here. They'll come to the house and be like, "Well, we can just chill in the man cave type thing," because they know. You know, he might not always be able to get out. And I'd be like, go home, Roger, because Rel be <laughs> But no, like, Rel will be there. He'll be playing with Hunter, and, and, and Curtis will come over. And it's it's a family thing. And, and I love that about him and his friends, like Torian, Quante, Marcus. All of y'all are, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to women, it's kind of like... No, I don't want nothing to do with these kids. Like, I want to get out. Out, out. Like, let me out. You know, but uh, he'll let me go out more so often. If I count it up on, on a tally, I'll probably go out more often than he does. And um, he doesn't think anything of it. He doesn't think, like, oh, she goes out too much because I don't go out all the time. First of all, I like going out with my husband more than anybody. Like, he's my best friend. So, like, I just be like, if we can't get a sitter, it's, it's pointless. Like, I'll go out with, like, I went out recently, and I was like, I wish John was here. Like, I would be so much more lit type thing. And so, that's the thing, like. That's the thing. He don't want to say it. But I can, if we can't get a sitter, we choose. It's like, well, I'll go here, and you'll go there. And, and you know, if we can't get no sitter and go out together, we got to figure it out. But, I mean, um, somebody said, Vicky's mom said, when there's a newborn, the dad's priority is his wife and child mm-hmm. if it isn't this is where the love is displaced mm-hmm. so yeah you gotta balance That's that love mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um donisha <laughs> said what works for us is if he has plans that he knows of he'll let me know and i'll have the kids saying for me if i have plans that doesn't include him but if we both have plans on the same day then we both have to find a babysitter but he has more friends so he goes out more often yeah so mm-hmm. so that's um we have a white we have a race board calendar in the house and so i write i say wifey night wifey's uh wife's girls night out and then he'll write like 
gotta go to training or gotta gotta work because he works twenty four seven kind of. So he'll write gotta work gotta do a dr or whatever he call it at eight p.m. So we have a that's been working for us. So it's a race board calendar and we write our stuff on there. I'll be like, um, wife girls night out. I'm going here. Uh, we doing this like. So you communicate. So we communicate through that. Everything. And. Sometimes it's a planner too. Yeah, it's a planner, so we have to know. So so he knows in advance. I'm not calling like at work, I can't just be like, Babe, I'm gonna have you on after work. Get the kids. Like, no, that doesn't work. So I gotta be like, Hey, somebody mentioned Javi is it okay? How do you, how do you you know, is it okay if I go? And a lot of people are like, I'm not asking permission. But it's not permission. <laughs> it's, not permission it's like it's, it's a respect. There you go. I like you that. You can't automatically like assume that your spouse is okay respect, with whatever's going on, yeah, especially when it's kids involved. When it's not kids involved, but there's marriage, it's a little more leeway. So with these two, I'm awesome. It's a little more leeway because it's no kids involved, but it's still that respect factor to say, "Hey, babe, I won't be right home. Like I'm doing this after work if it's okay." Do I have to? Go ahead, get in the mic. You want to get right now? Let him know. Look at me, fool. I was like that. Uh, oh, y'all looking at both of you. Wait, it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on on the set because the Adams are looking at each other. Then you got the Threats looking at each other. I don't know what's going on. It's a planner. It's a communication. That's all. I like. I like that. That's something we need to start early. Yeah, before yeah. we have kids, right? To discuss because you you're busy body, you do a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and just the form of communication or planning or however you want to call it. Yeah, you told some over there R E S B C T, and I'm like, I told you this a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and you was looking at me crazy. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. right now when you go into the gym, <laughs> need to know, need to know. Donisha <laughs> okay. said, yeah, because right. if it's not discussed. For us, someone has an attitude, meaning both of us. And that's true. It becomes attitude. Donnie, you speaking through the screen, uh-uh. Uh, you didn't say. And y'all and be like, well, when did you tell me? And I'll be like, well, I, you know, they just told me, so I just told you. Like, yeah, you really? I just no, found out. Yeah. You be lying, though. But then I explain to people, because a lot of people don't understand... <laughs> Um, if you have friends, if you have friends that aren't married, or if you have friends that don't have kids, like I was with Tasha, I was like, you can just get a babysitter, like it's nothing. But now that I have kids, I understand that. But if you have friends that aren't in a relationship or they're not married, they may not understand that it's that respect factor, and they like, come on, just go. You know, she ain't gonna say nothing. But no, she is gonna say something. So don't listen to the friends. Friends get you beat up. So I don't know. Like I be having that respect. Curtis is that type in our relationship. Like tell him tomorrow we doing something on Saturday. I'm like, bro, why would you let? No, me Curtis know, like, is that person. You know, I'm like, so in a girl. I'm like, I'm just old school. Like my Wait. mom and my father, they just hold. Oh Curtis is that person, and we be like, we uh, you gotta leave now. Meet us in five minutes. What? They have kids? That's like, are you crazy? Jarrell RSVP for three things on the same Saturday. And I was like, <laughs> Jarrell. Okay. Why nothing. would you so, do that? So, on that, on that note, on that note, on April 14th, that, that's the uh, key of our calendar. Like, on April 14th, I have pick a, pick a event day. Because that's right. basically what I named it. Because on April 14th, we literally have a birthday party for Hunter. We have a baby shower. Hunter's opening baseball game. Oh and we goodness. have a wedding reception. So I said pick an event day. 
Like we gotta pick one. Yeah. We can't do all of them. Yeah, the same at the same unit. <laughs> and so then, um, Donisha's, Donisha and Torian, Donisha's on here, so I'm I'm gonna have it up because Donisha and Torian had a gender reveal last weekend. I didn't get the invite. My husband got the invite. So women do not send the invites to the men. No, Please don't. No. I got crazy. Torian, Torian sent the invite to John, right? So my, I'm on the phone with my mom. And I'm like, Torian, Torian, uh, Torian want a cake. Um, what does he want a cake for? You know, because I'm talking about social media. Me and my mom be on FaceTime talking about anything. I was like, Torian want a cake. I was like, I'm surprised they're not doing a gender reveal because it's their last one. And I would do a gender reveal because I wanted to do a gender reveal. So my husband goes, I thought they were. I didn't get an invite, babe. They didn't invite me to the gender reveal. Like, I got sad for a second. He was like, he goes to his phone. Oh, no. Oh, oh here, go right here. <laughs> Sound I, like said, I said, well, when is it? He says, oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> I said, what? Man, you go to the mall? I was like, I was supposed to go to the mall with my mom because it's the day before Easter. But I'm like, I'm not gonna miss it because it's Tori and Donisha. So like, I went to the, I went to boot camp that morning. I went to the mall, Annapolis mall, my mom and him, and then I went straight to the gender reveal. But I'm like, listen, men don't have it all, y'all. Please don't. Please don't have it all. Please. Listen, he forgot all about the gender reveal thing, and Rail was in the group chat too. All of them was in the group chat. And I ain't here to think about it. It's a big, it's a big bus. So yeah, <laughs> Donisha, I was there, girl. I was there, but I didn't even know nothing about it. But I was there. Please. <laughs> it's crazy, but we had a great time. I kept y'all over time, but we had a great time talking to uh, the Adams family. The Adams family. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and our future, our future married couple, the Tourettes. Shout out to my creative team. They my creative team, y'all. But um, I want to shout out uh, Moni Menu. I posted her the other day. If you're tired, if you're tired, if you don't feel like cooking, you you got an event coming up. You need catering. Shout out to Moni Menu. Hey. Um, another baby shower. It's baby shower season. Wedding season. Everybody getting married. Everybody having babies. You need family pictures done. I mean, every all of our family pictures, y'all seen my maternity pictures lit, okay? Um, these videos from Momish all come from Abnormal Vision. Hey. And that's owned by hey. Curtis. So, um, you guys hit them both up. Like, they're a power couple right now. Um, um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Rel's a, a chef, but he don't like to cook for real, y'all. He's chef for the white cook. He got the cook. crab cakes, though. He got the crab cakes, yeah. though. Hey. Don't hit me up, either. What? Don't hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> don't hit up. But those are, um, those are, like, I just want to shout those businesses out because these two are up and coming, and we about to get our Carter uh, summer family pitches done, so we about to get... Cause I come with the crazy ideas with Curtis. I be I be wanting to go all around DC and all this nonsense. But um, shout them out. Uh, we wanted to send prayers to Callie. Um, cause we don't want to forget her. She's still in the ICU. Her mom is praying and being strong. Her dad is praying and being strong. So we want to send prayers to those because those are one of those unforeseen circumstances that we go through as parents. Who knows that their child is gonna get sick? Or who knows that their child is gonna have to go through a major surgery? Those things we don't know when we're pregnant and say. Oh, this child is going to have a lot of things that they're going to go through in life. We don't know that stuff. So we want to send prayers to those and we want to continue to uplift and encourage each other as parents and as moms and as dads. And even those who are in our support system, such as our godparents, these are all my children godparents right here. Um, so 
Just keep continuing to support Momish Podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and iTunes. And merchandise coming soon. And the merchandise is coming soon because we have a logo, y'all. Yes. (laughs) So, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I kept you guys over and we had some technical difficulties, but y'all came out like no other. I love y'all guys. Love you guys. Hey. Uh, See you guys next week. Bye. I know. I was like, I love y'all guys. I love y'all guys. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. All right. Back. It's oh, 620. Is it I know. Somebody said we definitely it? probably did like a whole hour 30. It's 620? Yeah, it's late. It's what? definitely late. It's definitely.